0: They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is Benji. Chai Kids. For kids, by kids.
1: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to Chai Kids 2023. It is so cool to be back in studio with you. Welcome to the Chai Kids Show on 101.9 Chai FM. Thank you for choosing the Chai Kids Show on Chai FM. My name is Benji and I am 11 years old. I will be hosting for you today. This is Chai Kids, for Kids, by Kids. Coming up on the Chai Kids show today, I will be interviewing mentalist magician Brendan Peel. So stay tuned to 101.9 Chai FM to learn more about whether magic is science or just a super special skill and talent. On the show today, I also have a tongue twister to challenge your mouth, a guess for answer to the impossible question, and at the end of the show, listen out for the Montgomery Jones and the Wizards Revenge audiobooks, which you can enjoy and really you should not miss them. Alternatively, you can also get the full stories on Miststop Productions' channel on YouTube or on the website www.miststopproductions.com. So stay tuned to 101.9 HIFM. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to say hi to your friends and family. The SMS number is 34519 and it is charged at one 50 you can send me a telegram on 061-895-1019. And please don't forget to sign your name. You can also call us on 010-140-3020. I repeat, 0101-403020. Get ready for a very interesting show on Hi Kids today.
0: Hi Kids. For kids, by kids. They are the Chai Kids. Your host today is... Benji.
1: This is Kha Kids, 4Kids, Ba Kids. My name is Benji and I'm your host for today. Before we start the interview with mentalist magician Brendan Peel, our tongue twister for today is... If a dog chews shoes, whose shoes does he choose? I repeat, if a dog chews shoes, whose shoes does he choose? A bit later, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. So call me on 0101 40 30 20 to see if you can say it faster than me. Also, our impossible question for today is how many birthdays how many birthdays did Queen Elizabeth II have in a year? Send me an SMS 34519 or Telegram 61 if you know the answer. And you could send a shout out to your friends and school. I have, a, I have mentalist magician Brendan Peel with me in the studio today. So if you have any questions for him, you can send them on three four five one nine or Telegram to oh six one eight nine five one oh one nine. Hi, Brendan. How are you?
2: Hey, how's it, Benji? Good to see you. And hello to all the listeners.
1: Okay, now let's get started. What is a mentalist magician?
2: Uh, alright, so a mentalist magician or just a mentalist, as also we like to be called, is basically, uh, you know, like magic or the art of magic is kind of like music in a way where there's different genres, you know? Yeah. You know, with music, I've uh, heard yeah. you guys here on air playing all sorts of, t- uh, all sorts of awesome different types of music. You know, you get rock. You get hip hop, etc., cetera, etc., with music. It's very similar with magic. So you get like stage illusions where there's people jumping out of boxes and massive fire things happening, uh, and then you also get types of magic that's like card magic close-up magic and then there's a type of magic called mentalism which is what I tend to do more of uh, and that is essentially magic of the mind all right so it's kind of creating the illusion of getting inside of your your head just a little bit uh, so it will be things like predictions of the future or like creating the illusion of mind reading and stuff like that That's the type of magic I tend to do more so these days. But I also uh, do a lot of close-up magic, and I love card magic and those types of things, yeah.
1: And you just said that's what you – mentalism is what you mostly do. Do you do any other types of magic? Uh,
2: Yes. So when I started out, uh, I was actually about your age. You're like 12, right? 11. 11. Okay, yeah. I started when I was about 11 or 12 as well uh, doing magic. And I started off doing the kind of more traditional magic tricks, which is card tricks, coin tricks, uh, a type of magic called close-up magic. And that is going to always be in my heart, that type of magic. And I still perform uh, magic like that because I love that performance style as well of close-up magic. But in later years, I got really interested in the psychology behind performing uh, magic and illusion, and that's where the whole mentalism and kind of mind trickery came into play. Uh, but I do also do uh, bigger illusions uh, like what I did on Britain's Got Talent. Uh, you may or may not have seen that, but yeah.
1: I saw it just before the show.
2: Oh, you saw it just before the yeah. show. Okay. <laughs> sure, fantastic.
1: So, um, and also, how can you predict the future?
2: So when I say how, uh, you know, you're asking how can I predict the future. What I like to do in my shows is I basically create – uh, the sense from the audience that, you know, is it real or is it an illusion? Uh, I do tend to kind of always say in my shows that again, I'm creating the illusion of this really happening, like the predictions and things going on. Um, it is essentially an illusion. I'm not going to tell you exactly how obviously it works because that is some trade secrets as you may Max. have heard.
1: A magician does not real reveal his interest. Yes, exactly. I Obviously. could get in some serious
2: trouble if I do that, you know. But um
1: with the magician's Yes. Yeah, if if
2: if I do that I will disappear permanently uh from No, I'm just kidding around. Don't worry. The magicians aren't that rough. But uh <laughs> but basically um I, the the predictions of the future like I said it's a very cleverly created and crafted illusion that uh, I do create for people to watch and enjoy. And if you want to walk away thinking that was real or that was a trick, that's entirely up to you. You know, that's entirely in your mind when you leave.
1: And that thing you did on Britain's Got Talent, the escape art. Yeah. How come you did that? Because your focus is like, is that close up magic or is it mentalism? So, uh,
2: so basically that particular effect I do with a fellow performer and colleague of mine okay. named Lee Lau. He's an escape artist. So he has, he's a world record holding escape artist, which means he can escape things very quickly. Now with that particular, uh, like handcuffs and stuff like that, uh, with that particular effect and just for the listeners who haven't seen it, which I'm sure there are a few okay. of you guys out there, uh, it's essentially a crossbow uh, linked to a timer and that crossbow is aimed at my colleague's head and he has to escape essentially a whole bunch of shackles while I'm solving Rubik's Cubes and adding Rubik's Cubes to the timer to give him more time that's generally the premise in under 30 seconds, uh, but basically my part of that act is to solve Rubik's Cubes as fast as humanly possible. Uh, and that does come into... Now, that's actually not a trick, by the way. It's more of a stunt. But uh, you do have to really use your mind to solve Rubik's Cubes that fast. There's different ways of solving Rubik's Cubes. Uh, I actually do a course where I teach how to solve Rubik's Cubes online on my Facebook page and things. But it's not an impossible thing to do, and it's not a magic trick, but it is still using the mind. So it's all like power of the mind. And that's also what I like to do within my acts, is I actually blur the line between illusion and reality, which is exactly what you see there. Because w- what we did on Britain's Got Talent wasn't actually a trick. It was more of a stunt. It was, it was something real happening on stage right there.
1: Okay. And what's being a magician like?
2: <laughs> it's fun most days, I'll tell you that But It sounds
1: uh, slightly dangerous
2: Yeah, okay, depending what type of magic you want to do Yes, okay. you can keep it very safe Trust me, you can do card tricks and it's very safe yeah. Or if you're just solving Rubik's Cubes And not having mm-hmm. a crossbow involved, it's very safe But, uh, so don't try By the way, every everyone listening, yeah. please do not try at home Alright, try it at someone else's house It's a lot more fun like that <laughs> No, I'm kidding around, Benji, don't try it at home And every listener, don't try anything like that Anywhere at all but, yeah, being a magician, it's something very fascinating. I mean, I didn't just wake up one day and say, cool, this is what I want to do. It kind of like naturally progressed to this point of um, starting with small shows, doing it at little restaurants uh, in my hometown, Port Elizabeth, where I'm from. Um, I don't know if you've ever been there. But uh, not yet. Not no, yet. Okay. No. <laughs> I would recommend, yeah, once in a while. At least go one time, it will be good. But uh <laughs> so basically yeah, that's where I started off just doing some walk around magic and things at different restaurants and then you start doing kids shows. From kids shows you start doing like older people shows and then corporate events and then next thing you know, you're booked for like a couple months straight and then you're doing cruise ships and stuff like that. And so it's your all your very natural. Yeah, give or take, yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, is magic your full-time job?
2: Yeah, literally. Um, that's literally what I do, believe it or not. Um, there's good months, there's bad months. Uh, obviously COVID. I mean, that's a whole nother conversation right there. C-
1: did you, did you do any online shows during COVID? I did do
2: online shows. I was actually part of another TV show during COVID for okay. the travel channel. Uh, and I also had my other, uh, my own other TV show that came out on DSTV and stuff like that. So I was busy with the virtual shows okay. and, uh, doing TV stuff. During COVID, that was that was great, but it it really was bad that you know there was no live entertainment. I I, I pride myself not, on my live shows, and it was
1: not as good as doing a live show.
2: Well, you know, some people do enjoy the TV stuff and the you know virtual stuff more. Some people do not. Me personally, I do still enjoy doing it, like I did enjoy it, but I prefer and I enjoy more doing stage live stage shows. That's where I that what I really love doing
1: is there anything you do on the side Like how do you mean Like you, like magic is your main job what you do Yeah Yeah but is there anything small you like
2: Okay like do, do on the side Well yeah. I mean I studied um yeah which I if you want to go down in a career of the entertainment or arts or anything like that I would recommend anyone also study so i studied business i uh, recently actually got my mba which is my master's in business oh, administration nice. that, that's from rhodes university shout out to rhodes uh <laughs> down in grahamstown there in eastern cape but yeah so basically i did uh that as well i guess on the side but believe it or not when things are busy things are very very busy eh? like i did last year i did 195 shows and performances <laughs> Literally, even now, tomorrow I'm flying off to Seychelles to perform, then I go to Madagascar, then I come back here. Yeah, no, there's, yeah, I go around the world doing magic, man. It's, it's amazing. Oh my word. Yeah.
1: What, which, what countries have you been to to do magic?
2: Last year I went to about 35 or 40 countries, because I do a lot of uh, cruise shows. I'm a headliner on cruise ships, so. Sure. I mean, you name it a lot of European countries, some random ones like Montenegro. It's a really tiny little country in like the middle of That's Europe. A bit random. Yeah, a bit random, but you know, Spain, France, England, um, you know, Germany, Italy. I, you, I can literally list them it. Have you been
1: all. there multiple, any of the multiple Italy, times? Italy,
2: uh, Italy, I've been to a lot. I've okay. been to Italy quite a lot of times. Um, I've actually, yeah, I've been to England quite a lot of times, been to US a couple of times. Uh been to Mozambique quite a few times, okay. Namibia, yeah, Spain as well. Yeah, like I've been to all of them a few times, but I'd say the most is probably Italy and England and Scotland, yeah.
1: Okay. Did anyone ever make fun of you for <laughs> wanting for wanting to do magic as your full time job? Um
2: you know, like I said, like when I was younger, I didn't actually really um okay. know or say, oh I'm gonna do this full time and I've never really been the type of person to like force People to watch my magic if someone asked me like hey can you show me a trick especially back then i would say okay cool i'll show you something you know if they ask but i guess you know like when people do find out you're a magician yeah i guess people uh do have certain things to say about it uh back then remember i mean i was in school like in 2000 and or your i was in high school like 2007 i think i started high school uh, yeah, I'm older than I look, eh? <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm just kidding around. But, yeah, so basically, back then, I guess you could say like, you know, doing magic wasn't really seen or perceived as really cool. But, uh, in later years, and, and now it's become more of a popular thing. Like, magic is pretty cool now. At least I like to think so. Yeah, there's probably some people that are thinking, oh, magic is lame or whatever. But generally speaking, the general consensus is everyone likes magic, so. Everyone
1: uh, likes magic. Yeah. And, like, some, someone showed me a trick, and I was like, oh, my word, how did you do that? And one of my friends is next to me, and he's like, oh, it's just a trick of the arm." Um, I'm like, no, it's magic.
2: <laughs> so going on that point that you're just talking about there is basically magic, okay, true magic, okay, exists in your mind and in your heart. Okay, I know that sounds very cliché. Um, a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But but it, it's true though, because the magic actually happens in your mind. Whether it's a card trick or a mentalism effect or anything, the magic is actually happening in your mind. Now you're you're young, but you're you're obviously a very bright kid. Um he's nodding there, by the way, for the listeners. <laughs> he knows, he knows. No, but basically um most people will, or the audiences that I usually perform for usually are a bit older, right? Okay. So I would say maybe from high school plus, right? Now most of those people would know that magic isn't, and, and maybe there's going to be some fairies dying right now here, but magic isn't exactly real, alright? Okay. But, but, the illu- but you won't know how the illusion works, and the fleeting moment of thinking that something impossible can be made possible is what magic is. It's that feeling. It's not like...
1: So- even though magic isn't exactly real, yeah. you see the illusion and you have no clue how they did it. So so you get that feeling yes. that it's magic.
2: Yes. So it is indeed, yes. So the whole magic thing is indeed a feeling. That's why I say it lives in your mind because when I take a coin and, and hold it in my hand and it disappears in front of you, you won't know how that happens, right? But you kind of know that physically a coin can't actually really in life M- magically just dissolve into thin air, right? You know that. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure most of the listeners as well here yeah. yeah, knows that you won't know how it's done though, but for that split second when you're watching it, even for a few moments in your head, that coin melting and vanishing into, into nothing, into thin air is real in that moment. Mm. And that is, uh, that, like I said, is indeed what, um, what magic really well and truly is.
1: Okay, so, now I get, and, do ki-, is it mostly a kids thing that kids get mesmerized by that, and kids believe that it's magic? Or do adults also, because under the-, because most people are under the impression, adults are always a bit skeptical about things that they see.
2: Yeah. Well, let me just tell you, um, magic is very-, especially the type of magic I do, is very suitable for all ages. So I have young people that enjoy it, older people that enjoy it. My target market is usually like 16 to 35-year-olds. That's my general target market when it comes to the shows. So that's generally a a decently wide range from like, you know, late high school to, you know, kind of um, a little bit older.
1: And because mentalism has the word mental in it, I just had to ask it. Can you hypnotize people?
2: (laughs) Yes, so part of my show I do uh, – not all of my shows that I include it, but yes, um I do hypnosis as well. Um, oh, cool. So generally speaking with the hypnosis in the shows, I would usually incorporate it if people are expecting it and wanting it. Otherwise, I don't just like jump it upon people because that's – and by the way, hypnosis is a whole different okay uh, can of worms as it were. So it's a whole different ma- thing. That is real. That is not a trick or an illusion. So that's, I, I, when I'm talking about the magic. But it's
1: still sort of magic. That, that just yeah, So that's where you're kind so. of
2: blurring the line between okay. reality and what's happening in your mind. Okay. And, and that's where, that's kind of the line that I, I tend to perform along as well with the whole mentalism thing because a lot of it is kind of real. Like I am using okay. real, um, uh, like mind techniques, psychological techniques and also real uh, memorization techniques and some of my effects. That's not a trick, but I would incorporate that into a trick and put it all together where it's, you know, mind blowing, hopefully.
1: Um, can hypnosis be a section of magic or is it a whole nother thing?
2: Uh, it is kind of like a section of magic, but it's more of a section of, of mentalism within magic, but hypnosis is different to like, um, Magic, because magic, okay. y- it's all assumed that it is a trick, you know, an illusion, as it were, whereas hypnosis is, is, like I said, real. So, yeah, so they, they do fall in the same kind of family, and that's why I do incorporate hypnosis into my show. Um, but yes, I would say they're similar, but different.
1: Okay. And why don't you, so how do you know that people are expecting it? Does someone just say, Hey, can, can you do hypnosis for me? Uh,
2: so that, that now goes into a whole other vein of conversation, which is, uh, marketing a show. All right. Because if I'm putting on a show, I'll be marketing the show as such. And the, uh, the marketing would be, okay, is the show going to be, um, like a big illusion show with people jumping out of boxes and things, or is the show going to be a mentalism and mind reading show? Um, or, of course, is it going to be kind of a more hypnosis-based show? So there's different types. And then you'd market the show as such because, obviously, if I put on the poster, you know, hypnosis live, when people come, they are going to expect hypnosis. But if I put okay. on the show magic, then they expect magic. So
1: it just depends what you want to do?
2: Depends what I want to do, yes. And also depends what people and What's the most watch.
1: popular at the time also? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. And on 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 that note, let's take a quick song break. We will be back very soon.
0: Hi, kids! For kids, by kids, they are the Hi Kids. Your host today is Benji.
1: This is Hi Kids for kids. Hi kids, my name is Benji, and I and you are still listening to the Hi Kids Show on one o one point nine High FM. I have Brendan Peel in the studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to three four five one nine or a telegram to o six one eight nine five one o one nine. Or call O one O one forty thirty twenty. Remember that our impossible question for today is how many birthdays did Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth II have in a year? If you know the answer, send it to our SMS line on three four five one nine or telegram O six one eight nine five one zero one nine. Now let's us carry on with our questions. Okay. And how did you get, how did you get into the art, how did you get into magic? Uh,
2: so basically, uh, I got into the art of magic when I was very young, uh, mm. like I was saying, mm. like somewhere yeah. between 10 and 12. Uh, I, I used to watch this show, uh, on TV, SABC. It was, uh, David Blaine. I don't even know if he, uh, do you know David Blaine. Okay. That, so he's that a, guy
1: who swallows frogs and then vomits. Yeah. That's in up. more recent yeah. years. He used to be more mm.
2: of a, a card street okay. magician. And I just okay. watched that and I thought, that's so cool. That's so awesome. And I basically he really was like, is. yeah, know, he really, he's, he's a, he's a serious inspiration to me. And mm. I, I just was hooked from there. And I was like, I want to learn how to do this stuff. So I went to the library, got as many books. Uh, I guess these days everyone just Googles things as, as opposed to going to a physical library. But, um, I was going to the physical library, getting as many books as I could, read, practiced. That's the main thing with magic is practice, 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 you know? They say practice makes perfect. And, and then yeah. like,
1: did you ever have that moment where you were practicing a trick for ages and ages and ages? And that one time you finally got it perfect.
2: Yeah, you know, and that's that's exactly right and it's it's really awesome when that does happen and when mm. you've when you've learned a new trick and you've really practiced it enough that you can go in front of live audiences and people in general and do it, it's it's an amazing feeling and and that's one of the reasons why I do it cuz I have I have a love for uh well i have a love for puzzles and all things mystery as well and and obviously magic really re, uh, plays into both of those types of things
1: and then if you got expired by, if you got not expired
0: inspired. <laughs> not yet eh? ins- no, not <laughs> yet.
1: Um, inspired by david blaine who does like who did card tricks and stuff. Yeah. How did Sleep you get, magic. how did you get into mentalism? So
2: that was a couple of years later. There was another magician or mentalist rather okay. on TV, on uh, okay. BBC. His name is Darren Brown.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I
2: don't know if you would know him. Mm-hmm. He, he was, he was aired here in South Africa, but I guess his shows weren't as like popular as like David Blaine. Um, but he, he, he did the, the mind trick magic and that that's watching him. And I read his book, uh, for the first time, and I was like, I'm absolutely hooked on the style of, of magic and illusion. So that's, that's how I went down the whole avenue of the mentalism thing. Um, and also I've always enjoyed psychology, you know, people watching and those types of things. Um, it all, it all blends into one.
1: Okay. Did you ever have to study psychology?
2: I actually did do two okay. years of psychology. I mean, I didn't have to, but I enjoyed studying psychology. Um, I did end up actually, funny enough, uh going in my undergrad, um focusing more on drama and journalism. Okay. Uh, yeah, actually I did radio as my journalism nice. um, major. But then on, after that I went into the business side of things. I did my postgraduate in business and master's obviously also in business.
1: And that business, is that how you got into – um trying to get your shows suited to certain people well
2: you know it all it all kind of um leads itself from one thing to another so so learning and studying business and business practices and good business practices in particular uh really helps in um doing I hear people are phoning us now that's fantastic. Uh, yeah they <laughs>
1: they're supposed to call in like a couple minutes. Oh like, in like uh 3 minutes. And oh
2: in 3 o oh, wow. Well, 3 know, minutes off. I don't know when but 2 minutes 15 seconds they're off they're off probably. no kidding around. Yeah. But basically um yeah so uh I totally forgot what I was saying there with the the um mentalism part um but yeah basically oh sorry with the business part so I, 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 studying business, it helps because what I do is I am an entertainer and I run my business, uh, as exactly that, a business, like getting gigs, uh, doing shows. There's a lot of analytics, you know, growing, uh, growth strategies on social media and all of that. Um, studying for, or studying business, uh, really did help with regards to, to that type of growth and growing my brand. Uh, as opposed to just going out and doing tricks, because it's very difficult. You actually, as a magician, you have to learn, or any performer, actually, artist, you have to, to study and learn and practice your craft of magic, but you also have to study so and do business. is it more
1: of a skill that people can learn, or is it like a talent that people naturally have?
2: Uh, I do think it's a little bit okay. of both, I think. Uh, okay. You do have to practice, and you have to learn uh well in the art of magic i mean you have to learn the tricks you have to practice 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 the tricks okay uh but it 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 does come a little bit more naturally to some people if you're a more outgoing person um you know it's easier to speak and and go up to to a random group of of people that you've never met before and say hey i want to show you a trick you know so so that's a more talent that you're kind of born with okay i guess um if you are more extroverted it helps. But you can also learn those things and overcome them if you are afraid of crowds and things. So yeah.
1: Sure. And now you prom and now um at the beginning of the show you said you would do a trick for us.
2: Yeah, okay, awesome. You know, um you g- you guys have been great here so far. Um so actually I did mention that I really enjoy yes. uh puzzles, right? Okay. And um we did actually briefly speak about this yes. particular puzzle. That's actually my favorite puzzle. And I have uh, this over here. It's a Rubik's Cube, okay, for the listeners who cannot see right now. Because uh, if they could see Guys,
1: it's a Rubik's Cube
2: <laughs> If they can see That would be the greatest magic trick I've ever seen That's for sure This is actually my kind of custom Rubik's Cube It's got okay. like a few optical illusions pictures on Pictures of you Yeah, pictures of okay. me as well You know, you, it's shameless self-promotion okay. But you've got to do it That's what business teaches you, right? But we'll get to this one later, all right? Because I also have I have a bag over here And in my bag I actually have uh, another Rubik's Cube I'm actually going to take off the headset for now If that's okay Because okay. I might have sure. to step Stand up. Because um, in in a bag here, I have a little black bag over here. And in this black bag, I have a Rubik's Cube. Now, Benji, have you ever been able to solve one of these Rubik's Cubes before?
1: No, I'm terrible no,
2: at it. T- it's very difficult to actually solve one of them. But this over here is a Rubik's Cube that has numbers, right? There's it's six a Rubik's stars.
1: Cube that has numbers. Yes.
2: So every kind of square has its own number and color. Okay. okay? Now, Benji... Uh, I don't want you to try and even solve this. What I want you to actually do is take the cube and mix it up. Uh, you can mix it up as much as you want. Now, what's interesting about a Rubik's Cube is that there's actually 43 quintillion different combinations to a Rubik's Cube. 43 quintillion is an absolutely massive number. In fact, that is more different combinations than there are stars in the known universe. Seriously. Okay, I see, Benji, you're mixing out quite a lot. Whenever you're happy, you can just stop and square it up. So now this is 1 in 43 quintillion. Thank you, Benji. You're fantastic. I think you actually mixed that a little bit, almost uh, too much even. Oh. No, mixed. I'm just kidding around. I'm just kidding around, Benji. So, Benji, basically uh, you have now mixed up our Rubik's Cube over here, and you're happy with that, right? We obviously mm, have not set up or pre prearranged anything. That is very, very mixed.
1: Very mixed.
2: Now what's going to happen is we're going to use one side for this particular effect, okay? I'm just going to twist this cube like this wherever you want. You just say stop. Wherever you say stop, that's going to be the side and the face that we're going to use, okay? Stop. Right there, okay. Yes. That was quite exact, all right? So you agree. Now, this one face, this one side of this Rubik's Cube that you just mixed, the different possibilities of these numbers is about one in 300 billion or so, all right? One in 300 billion. That is way more different, uh, the, the odds of actually winning the lotto are better than uh, knowing this combination here. So you see here, Benji, can you see these numbers over here? You see there's a six, white six one, in the top. Eight. Yes, and you're the eyes of the audience right now, Benji. Yes. Like we said, you have not set up, we have not prearranged anything no, whatsoever. it
1: is very mixed up. Is
2: there any possible way I could have known you would have mixed this cube like this and selected the side? Honestly. No. There's no real human possible no. way. 'Cause you literally mix that a lot, yes? Yes. Now what's interesting on the table here the entire time, um I have had my uh my promo cube, right? Mm-hmm. And indeed, the promo cube has got, you know, photo images of me and some optical illusions and okay. things. But on the one side, believe it or not, I actually have numbers and colours printed And, Benji, take a look exactly on the side you selected. It is indeed a complete match. And just verify for the audience there, Benji, is that genuinely a complete match?
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) One in 300 billion. And, Benji, just for being uh, such a great sport here, and I think, Benji, you've done a really good job here on air asking fantastic questions. This cube over here is a little gift from me to you. So thank you very much. And thank you, Khaifem, for having me here today. Thank you. Thanks, Benji.
1: Okay, um before anyone asks in a message that was definitely genuine, he did not stage that <laughs> Oh my word, okay, on that note, let's take a quick song break, and after the song, I will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in ten seconds. you can call now on o one o one forty thirty twenty
0: Hi kids, four kids by kids they are the high kids your host today is benji
1: this is high kids for kids by kids my name is benji and i am 11 years old are you ready for the tongue twister this is how it works you can call us now on oh one oh one forty thirty twenty and i will count how many times you can say the tongue twister in ten seconds I will start. Are you ready? Three, two, one. If a dog choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? If a dog choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? If a dog choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? If a dog choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? And I got four. The <laughs> Do we have any callers for the tongue twister? Okay. If and uh, now, would you let's do it with Brendan? Would you like to do it?
2: Uh, yeah. I don't know if I can do it as fast as you, but I'll I'll, I'll give it a try. Right? I
1: got four.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a difficult <laughs> okay. one, but let me okay. give it a try. Hey, Why not?
1: And Vusi, please start the timer.
2: If a dog choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? If a dog shoes choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? If a dog choose shoes, whose shoes does he choose? If a dog choose shoes, choose? Dog choose, choose, whose shoes does he choose? If a dog, yeah.
1: Ah, oh, you're tied with me. Well done. <laughs> oh, <Go> I'm <on>,
2: surprised. <laughs> Difficult one.
1: And thank you for playing. Remember that, remember that our impossible question for today is, how many birthdays did Queen Elizabeth II have in a year? Call now if you know the answer. And we do not have any callers, so the correct answer is two. Well done to everyone who guessed it right but didn't call in. This has been Bar Kids for Kids Bar Kids. My name is Benji, and I've been your host for today. Thank you to my guest Brendan Peel for coming to my show, to my controller Vusi, and my producer Senna. Remember to catch the Montgomery Jones and the Wizard's Revenge audiobooks right after this show. Alternatively, you can also get the full stories on Miststop Productions channel on YouTube or on the website www.miststopproductions.com. It's been a good show. Let's do it again tomorrow. Bye, kids.